this is we're talking about doctors in our healthcare system. There's one aspect of all of this that, that I don't think we, we talk about enough. What it is we expect doctors to do. And this gets to the whole issue of red tape. And we think about red tape in, in private businesses. Maybe we don't think a lot about doctors. But there's some important new research out from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business entitled Patients Before Paperwork. Attempts to quantify just how much unnecessary paperwork and administrative tasks that doctors across the country have to do each year. Just in Alberta alone, this equates to over 2.1 million hours each year. Well, joining us to talk more about uh, this research and why it's important to focus on, on this side uh, of healthcare. Very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Andrew Senya, Senior Policy Analyst, Legislative Affairs uh, in Alberta for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, CFIB.ca. Andrew, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Rob. Like I say, this is an interesting, unique way of, of you know, looking at some of the issues in our healthcare system and what it is doctors have to deal with. How do you go about measuring and, and quantifying the extent of red tape here? So what we've done, Rob, is taken the Nova Scotia study that was done in 2020, um, and we basically built upon that. And using that study, uh, we have estimated that the total physician red tape burden in each province and territory, as well as the number of patients visit that could be restored with the elimination of unnecessary paperwork uh, and administrative tasks across the country, would be approximately... Uh, sorry, for the province of Alberta, would be approximately $2.1 million, uh, 2.1 million hours is what you've said earlier. And a simple reduction of 10% uh, would lead to 656,000 patient visits annually in the province of Alberta. Right. That's a huge number. Those are huge numbers. And here's the thing. There's, there's inherently going to be an administrative component to what doctors do. You're seeing patients. You're billing the public health system. There's health records to keep track of, all of that. But what you're talking about is unnecessary red tape. So how do we distinguish here? So uh, it, the Nova Scotia study uh, listed a set of, um, of what they classified as unnecessary uh, paperwork. Uh, I'm, uh, just to give you a, a list, it's overly long and complex or redundant paperwork, you know, duplicative processes, you know, out-of-date processes, um, you know, dealing with insurance companies, uh, work related to licensing, um, audits and billing and, you know, things that could be done, uh, you know, by someone else, uh, obviously respecting patient confidentiality. Right. Uh, but those are some of the, the items that were deemed by this Nova Scotia study as being um, unnecessary. Right. And I, Nova Scotia did this with the intention then of reducing that. So that's ultimately the goal here, isn't it, is to, to identify this and then, then to figure out ways of, of cutting this. Yes, exactly. Um, so based, of our, based off of our analysis, um, if, if the government of Alberta reduces um, you know, this, this unnecessary red tape, even by 10%, that would equate to about 656,000 patient visits annually. And it, just, it, it leads to better um, you know, health outcomes and, and better access to health care. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, doing so would be disruptive. It's probably unrealistic to think we could just eliminate all of this overnight. So what's a reasonable path forward here, a reasonable pace to addressing this? Well, what we are calling for uh, from the government uh, side of things is to actually measure it. 
uh, to measure the total physician administrative burden, um, you know, identify the impact. And the reason we're calling on the government to do this is because ultimately they have all the data. They have it from, you know, AHS all the way down to their governments uh, within the Ministry and Department of Health. So what we continue to call on the government to do is to study this, work with physicians and the local medical associations uh, to find ways to reduce this administrative burden. Right. Ultimately, this is going to fall to, to each province, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, ultimately, healthcare is federally regulated, so um, it will fall to each province. Now, looking at the, the national numbers, I mean, it seems like Alberta's problem is kind of in line with with the national average more or less as we sort of go from province to province does it seem to be a pretty comparable problem or some provinces better or worse off than others um it, it varies from from province to province uh rob uh obviously there, there are multiple factors that play into the analysis um of it i mean each province has a different way of of how they're regulated or you know what sort of forms and stuff to fill um, so there, there are there would be a little bit of discrepancy, but uh, obviously the the national number is is quite significant at, at you know five point five um, hours uh, five point five million hours. So uh, to to compare that uh, across provinces, we just we do have to take into account. Um, obviously the 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 ministers are meeting, or sorry, I should say the premiers are meeting um, over the next few weeks uh, at the Council of Confederation. Uh, they are going to be speaking on healthcare, and and this is an opportunity for them to address this issue um, with their colleagues. Mm-hmm. And like you say, it's not just hypothetical. We've got a province in Nova Scotia that has identified this; they're seeking to reduce this. So there's a clear example for, for provinces to follow here. Why do you think they haven't? Why is is Nova Scotia sort of the, the outlier here? Um. That's a really interesting question, um, Rob, to, to which we as an organization do not have a proper answer or a clear answer for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ultimately that question is, is, is best addressed by each provincial, provincial government. Uh, but again, what we have presented to the provincial governments across the country is a framework uh, to build upon, uh, obviously, the Nova Scotia model looking at their results and then to look at our results. Uh, so the framework does exist, and we're continuing to ask them to to build upon this framework. Really interesting. Much more is mentioned, cfib.ca. Andrew, thanks so much for joining us here. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.